project resume can make your medical coding dreams come true. From resumes to interview skills to navigating a successful career, Project Resume has the advice you need from coders you can trust. See all that we have to offer at projectresume.net. Please make sure to reference Medical Coding Geek when you place your order. Looking for a convenient, cost-effective solution for interventional radiology coding training? Check out Cracking the IR Code, Mastering Interventional Radiology and Cardiology Coding Online Education. Created by interventional radiology coding expert Stacy Buck of RadRx. This comprehensive online training offers access to content for one year, Q&A support available during your one-year enrollment period, hundreds of coding scenarios, and actual operative reports. What are you waiting for? It's time to earn that specialty credential. Go to RadRx for additional testimonials and information, and use our promo code GEEK10 for special pricing. Again, go to RadRx and use our promo code GEEK10 for special pricing. You are listening. You are listening. You're listening to Do Not to Not Elsewhere. Not Elsewhere. Elsewhere. Elsewhere Classified. Welcome to Not Elsewhere Classified, a podcast about the medical coding, health information technology, and clinical documentation improvement community. I'm your host, Brian Kui. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Not Elsewhere Classified podcast. If you're listening to this podcast for the first time, welcome. Over 70% of our listeners listen to this podcast through their iPhone. So please pick up your Apple device, go to Apple Podcasts, and leave our show a five-star rating and review. You can check out Medical Coding Geek and the Not Elsewhere Classified podcast on social media, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok, and also YouTube. I just recently started to do TikTok videos and my main objective is to code all the activity on TikTok and provide some kind of infotainment in about 60 seconds or less. You can check out our Facebook groups by going to medicalcodinggeek.com services. And while you're there, if you need a speaker or if you would like to sponsor our podcast or YouTube videos to help promote your brand or business, feel free to reach out to us. So today in the podcast, I have Juan Sancho. If you're on YouTube, he is known as the medical coding guy. So in this two-part interview, we begin his career journey as he became a nurse in the Philippines. And then from there, he progressed into medical coding. And then he discusses how he found himself in the United Arab Emirates, where he is now an instructor for AAPC International. So without further ado, here's part one of my interview with Juan Sancho. Enjoy. Perfect. Let's go ahead and get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Not Elsewhere Classified podcast. Today... Every guest is special, but it seems like every every podcast episode I do, the the guests get more special. <laughs> if that's the, that's how you say it. Um, last time I had my previous boss. Uh, today I have my first international guest. I've been wanting to have an international guest for such a long time. Uh, one of my main goals was to 
Well, the first international guest that I wanted was Australia, but could you imagine the the time the time uh, change over there in Australia? I think it's about what twelve to thirteen hour difference. Uh, today's guest is the medical coding guy from YouTube. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, early on, when I first started uh, looking into YouTube, researching into YouTube, um, I stumbled upon your page or your YouTube page. And I'm like, wait, there's a medical coding guy <laughs> on YouTube? There is a guy who does medical coding aside from me? Because uh, when you look at the, the, uh, the landscape of medical coding, the most of it is female, right? But here is a guy, a medical coding guy, um, doing YouTube. And he's doing great. He has like a few videos. He has a couple thousand, thousand subscribers. Uh, so I want to welcome today on the Not Elsewhere Classified podcast, Juan Sancho. How are you, Juan? Yes, uh, I'm good, Brian. Thanks for having me here. Finally, uh, <laughs> after a few months that I've uh, talked to you uh, in uh, on LinkedIn, I'm finally here. Yeah. yeah I'm not planning to uh, be on this uh, podcast because I really uh, want to, to, to have like a plan, like a one-month plan for, for me to be here because I really want to do collaboration with yeah. you. But I guess now it's the best time since I'm here already. So <laughs> yeah, you surprised me earlier, but uh, it's I, you, so that well, you you did surprise me, and you came in at the right time because I know yes, when when I first started the channel, what was it in, in April or March, early early April, you immediately contacted me on LinkedIn and say, hey hey, I see you, uh, I see your flag, the Filipino flag. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, and immediately you said, can we do collaboration? I said, sure. That's not a problem. And so today, earlier, earlier today, what had happened is I had a guest. I didn't tell you this, but I had a guest ready to go for 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time over here. And then last minute, she could not make it because she had a, a, a commitment with her family. So I always said, okay. So here I am. I'm, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm looking for other people. I had somebody lined up, but uh, that person responded late. And then here you are. You chimed in to me. <laughs> I'm like, wait, who's 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 uh, who's texting me on my on my LinkedIn? And it was you. And then the first thing that you asked was, you know, about collaboration again. Is, is there a way that we can collaborate? I, there has to be a way. I said, you know what? I just lost my guest. Here's your opportunity to collaborate <laughs> right now. Uh, could you do it? And so <clears throat> I know you have a busy, busy schedule. And for those um, that are listening, where are you at right now? Yeah, I'm here in Abu Dhabi. Oh. Uh, people usually uh, say it's uh, I'm I'm from the I'm from Dubai, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm I'm in Abu Dhabi right now. Okay, here in United Arab Emirates. How far is um, Abu Dhabi from from Dubai? It's like a two-hour ride. Oh, two-hour ride out here. Okay, because yeah. I know I have family over in uh, Dubai. Uh, yeah. Of course, one being a nurse, <laughs> and then um, I have another cousin who is a—I don't want to say stewardess, but yeah, she's a stewardess for um, uh, what's the major airline? Arab Emirates, United Arab yeah. Emirates, the the airline there. Yeah. So. I have two cousins over there, and I've had people from the Philippines also work over there before there too. So he's over in Abu Dhabi, United Arab Emirates, over in the Middle East. It's about an eight-hour difference. So to give you perspective for those that are listening, it's 5 a.m. over where you're at. So God bless you for <laughs> for staying up. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, uh, for me, I, I've been vlogging a lot, and 5 a.m. for me to start 
anything is is terrible. So I do appreciate you jumping in and, and taking in uh, taking over uh, a guest that I could not that could not make it uh, tonight. All right, so let's jump on in because I know you have work to do. <laughs> the, mm-hmm. the sun by the time this thing finishes, the sun will be already coming up where yeah. you're at. So let's start off with the first question, Juan. Uh, where did you come from, and how did you get to where you are today? You could start wherever you want to yeah. start, and then we'll we'll work it from there. So thanks for that, Brian. I'm from the Philippines. Yeah. So when I uh, started uh, checking your uh, what they call this your your account on LinkedIn, I noticed your name already before Medical Coding Geek. But uh, my name uh, from uh, my YouTube channel wasn't derived from your name. It's 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 derived from I, I forgot the name of uh, this uh, YouTuber. I think uh, she just posted like uh, one one video before mm-hmm. i think her name is medical coding girl oh. but i cannot see her right now mm-hmm. if i uh see uh her uh, account or her video mm-hmm. i will uh, send it to you but okay her name is medical coding girl and it, it was like oh uh what should i name myself should i name it uh because most of the vloggers name themselves as their name like mm-hmm. one sancho but uh I, so i don't want to put my name whenever i put my uh video i usually use my uh my code name the medical coding guy <laughs> so i was like oh maybe this medical coding geek uh, will be wow uh, uh we have the same name it's just the last uh, the last name is uh, different oh, but okay. i'm the medical coding guy you i'm are. from the philippines mm-hmm. yeah so just like uh, the most coders out there i didn't know anything about medical coding until i searched for it mm-hmm. so I, i've uh, listened to some of your uh, podcast before and yeah, so some of them are saying that uh, they didn't uh, bump into this medical coding until they searched for it or some of the friends referred it to. I mean, it's not always the first job. Right? Right. It's not always the first choice for being a medical coder or in this world of health, health information management. Mm-hmm. So I guess uh, medical coding is um, something that your uh, parents doesn't want you to do in the first place because, again, it's, it's, it's out of nowhere. Okay? Yeah. What's, what's medical coding? It's like encoding. So uh, most Filipinos will say, oh, you will just be an encoder. So I mean, uh, no offense, but uh, whenever they say those things, I really jump into their uh, end and then, uh, oh, no, medical, I mean, medical coding is not about being an encoder. Although uh, an encoder will just simply put codes out there in the PC, whatever application they will be using. Mm-hmm. So health information management is uh, not something a typical child will dream of as well so again i took nursing so uh, uh flashback to my uh i mean to my college days before i took nursing because of course usually if you ask um a, a typical filipino nurse it's usually uh yeah from it's uh i mean the parents will be requesting you to take nursing oh you take nursing anak uh, sorry i i'll be um it's I'll okay. be putting my Filipino, okay. uh, what they call this, uh, language sometimes. Sure, right? Because I know you're... Uh, I mean, by the way, um, I mean, you're from the Philippines as well. I mean, your my family parents is, yeah. are Filipino. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I hope you will be, uh, what they call this, uh, uh, you will be, uh, what they call this word, some Filipino words, you know about it. Yes. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. So, anak, um, you you take nursing, huh? Because again, my mom is uh, working right now in the U.S. Mm-hmm. She lives in oh, North she? Carolina. Okay. North Carolina. Yeah. But uh, I already uh, missed her a lot because again, the last time I met her was like 
I graduated from high school. That was the last time I met her. But again, in the future, I'm planning to go there oh, nice. just to meet her. Maybe in the future. Okay. So again, usually they will say that uh, you do, you take nursing because again, there's a lot of money in, in, involved. So RN means, uh, I mean, some sometimes uh, they will joke around it. RN, so registered nurse. For them, it, it means rich nurse. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So that was the, the stigma before. So again, uh, I mean, during my time, there was like a lot of nursing students. So it was like uh, around uh, 2008. To, I mean, no. Yeah, 2012 is the year I graduated. So again, I'm just, uh, yeah. So after that, uh, I took the nursing boards and luckily I passed the exam. So usually ha- what happens is uh, these nurses will work in the hospitals as volunteers. So I was able to work before as, uh, as a nurse, but not as a volunteer. It's paid. It's like uh, a company nurse for mm-hmm. this uh, outsourcing company in this office setup. But I didn't like it that much. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not just sure today because uh, because uh, there's a shortage of nurses in the Philippines due to the pandemic. Because uh, again, you know that uh, the Philippines is the number one exporter of uh, nurse. Yes. Mm-hmm. In the whole world. Mm-hmm. So again, uh, I've listened to some of your podcasts as well. I'm not that uh, being a stalker of yours, of course. You <laughs> okay. share your life as well in this podcast uh, episodes that you, you're giving. Your wife is a nurse, right? Yep, she's a nurse. She yeah, was. Same as- she, she was um, initially. This we were the same major. We were. Um, she was in health information. She graduated with me in health information management. So when she mm-hmm. when she finished. Um, she was a staff accountant for uh, a resort in Miami and then, and then we got together and she's like, when we graduated, she's like, I'm not, uh, lowering my pay <laughs> for this health information management. And, uh, she got the bachelor's, uh, she even got her RHIA. She passed the test, but then she's like, I'm making more money now. What? Why do I have to go start from the bottom? You know, from the medical records technician, and then move our way to the top. And then from there, um, I think before 2010, uh, she decided to get her. She decided to go for nursing, and so she's she's now an ER nurse night shift. She actually went to work <laughs> just a few hours ago, and she's been doing that since yeah, over 11 years. Oh yeah. So that's uh, good because my wife as well is a nurse yeah. uh, here in the United Arab Emirates. So again, uh, it's just like, uh, I mean, before I wasn't, uh, I mean, I didn't have uh, my wife here. Mm. She was just uh, my girlfriend back then. But uh, in the I Philippines, mean, going back, in the Philippines or in the over in uh, Abu Dhabi? Yeah, uh, in uh, in Hong Kong. Oh, in Hong Kong. She oh, lives okay. in, yeah, she, she works in Hong Kong before. Okay. But again, uh, you know, uh, being... Um, being uh, alone here is very hard especially if you're uh, you're working mm-hmm. it's it's like it's very boring i mean being yeah. an of being an OFW or overseas filipino worker mm-hmm. uh it's worth it when it comes to the yeah the, the pay mm-hmm. it's really big compared to uh work in the philippines but again there's going to be a sadness because you're you're away from your family yeah i agree yeah. and uh this uh what happens uh, i mean the, the other options for the nurses so uh, I mean, are are to work uh, in BPO companies. You know, BPO is a business process uh, outsourcing. Okay. 
So it outsourced companies is the, what they say uh, in the US. So again, um, so I, I took both routes of becoming a nurse and also this uh, BPO agent. So I was a call, uh, call center agent before. Before I uh, searched this uh, medical coding thing, like I didn't know anything about medical mm-hmm. coder as a medical coder before. Mm-hmm. So again, I took both routes. Uh, I became a nurse for like a couple of months and uh, did some part-time out here. I mean, out there in the Philippines. Of course, money uh, also plays a big factor. That's why I, uh, I mean, I didn't continue. Be, uh, I mean, be, being a nurse, it was like one is to three payment skill versus, uh, I mean, being a call center agent. So yeah, I mean, my parents uh, were. Are so you saying sad that, that uh, working as a call agent was paid more than being a nurse in the Philippines? Yes. Wow. It's like one is to three. Wow. So. I'm not sure. If you're, uh, of course, a veteran nurse in the Philippines, yeah. you will get paid for like uh, the same uh, pay uh, a fresh uh, medical coder or a fresh call center mm-hmm. agent uh, will make. But uh, I mean, let's uh, not uh, talk about that much. Again, we all know that the Philippines is the biggest supplier of uh, nurses worldwide. But again, I didn't think of that one way back before because I didn't like, I didn't see myself in bedside care. Mm-hmm. I mean, whenever I did my uh, my my duties before, it was like I asked always my colleague to to get the blood pressure of this patient because I really don't want to talk to him. Mm-hmm. I I really don't. I will just make your drug studies. I will make your case study. Then you you make the I mean you take the temperature and the blood pressure of this patient, which usually happens when I did my duty before. So I just finished what my parents want me to have, and it's like that. So I uh, applied uh, for a call center agent, and then after two years of uh, two to three years of working in the BPO sec- uh, section as a call center agent, I think uh, I thought of something like, "Oh, um, I mean, sh- uh, will I be stuck here as a call center agent? Although there's a big uh, pay for this. I mean, I graduated as a nurse, then I really don't want uh, that's uh, that uh, diploma." that degree to be I'm not saying it will be thrown in the garbage but again uh, it's not for me I guess this uh, being uh, I mean uh, as a call center agent this is not going to be my path so I did some research uh, I remember I was using the internet of, of my previous company I will not say the name okay because <laughs> I have maybe I have my friends or uh, yeah previous uh, colleagues who will be uh, watching this uh, or hearing this podcast again uh, I mean, uh, that's that. This is a, a fair warning for all of those companies. Please watch out for your uh, employees' uh, browsing history mm. because you don't know <laughs> they might use your. Uh, yeah. Gotta be careful. Am I right? Yeah, I'm yeah, be you're careful. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, uh, yeah. So I searched this. Uh, what are the career path of? Uh, I mean, of a nurse. Aside from being a nurse itself, bedside nurse. Let me let me so ask you. Let that, me ask you before you continue. Where where in the Philippines uh, are you from? Uh, Makati. Oh, Makati. Okay. Yeah, Metro Manila. Okay. Have you been in the Philippines? I have, uh, and I always get this question a lot. But <laughs> the mm. last time that I went was back in 2010. So that's again when my when my wife graduated from from nursing. That's the first thing we did. We went straight to the Philippines, right? <laughs> and then before that. Before that, you know how long before that? 1986. So 1986. And then uh, my parents always went, but they went without me. Or they would take my sister. 
uh, or they went by themselves, right? And then I'm like, why'd you bring me? Well, of course, the plane ticket over there is like ridiculous, right? So um, from there, 2010, and that's about it. That's the, that's the last time yeah. that I've been. So yeah, that's uh, wonderful. Maybe, um, I don't know, maybe we can, uh, I mean, you can come here in uh, UAE. There's yeah. a lot of good, yeah, good vacation spots here, especially in Dubai. Mm-hmm. Or, or uh, I can probably come there if there's any sort of uh, healthcare. Uh, what do you call this conference? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll ask you about that. Well. I'll ask you about uh, what the market is over in the UAE in terms of no, healthcare because sure. I see that. But let's continue. Yeah. Continue with yourself, yeah. and then I'll ask. I'll bring that question up. So I, I mean, uh, I searched. So again, uh, there's a lot of uh, things popped out, but there's one thing that I remembered uh, that uh, ring uh, rang my bell. Like, oh, medical coding. So I search about medical coding after that because again, it's not something that you were here uh, from your friends. Because again, uh, I think the person I don't have the exact numbers, but I think um, I mean there's a lot of nurses in this medical coding industry, especially Filipino nurses. Mm-hmm. If you will ask uh, some of the Filipino nurses in the Philippines, mm-hmm. they chose the medical coding path. But again, it's it's still not that. Uh, I mean, it's, uh, unlike nursing, it's not uh, the same uh, numbers. So I paid a lot of money that time. I remembered it was like um, I mean it's like. I don't know the calculations. One second. It's okay. Uh, Take your time. Take your time. It's it's one hundred ten thousand pesos. So PHP to US dollars. So it's like oh, one second. Mm, one hundred ten thousand. So it's like two thousand three hundred US dollars per month. Because I don't know anything about the market. I mean, it's it's for the whole course. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Got it, got it. Yeah, for the including the exam and membership. Oh, okay, and the okay. Books. Mm-hmm. Since I didn't know anything about that, like oh. I need to enroll this course because they said that it's very hard. It's a very hard course, they said. Mm. But again, uh, I just attended, uh, like, let's say there's uh, there's 20 sessions or 30 sessions. I forgot. I only attended half because I felt that if a certain topic already uh, already know, let's say, for example, urinary system is mm-hmm. very easy. Digestive system is very easy. I skipped those classes and just reviewed on my own. Mm. So again, uh, medical coding is something that you can uh, do a self-paced review if in case you really want to save your time. I mean, it's just, it's not just money that you will be involving here when you study your full course for medical coding. It's it's uh, the money as well. Mm-hmm. So you can check your different options when you try to uh, yeah apply for or apply for a medical coding school. So fast forward, it was a very hard time uh, that time because it's it's hard to juggle around with your job. So I work as a call center agent. And during the weekends, I study. So again, I, I didn't have any off that time. And I had to do uh, overtimes wow. just to compensate for the amount of money. Because that, that uh, I mean, that day, mm. that uh, 100 plus thousand pesos is like, uh, I mean, a very hard uh, thing to earn. Yeah. So I was taking the, uh, I mean, uh, it was around five months, uh, four to five months that time. And then I finished the medical coding uh, course. Mm. Then I passed the exam. So this uh, United Healthcare, you know, you know United Healthcare? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So of course you're from uh, from there. I mean, I had a lot of providers uh, from, I mean, because usually, uh, I mean, I, I'll tell you about this later. Okay. So United Healthcare hired me that time as a call center agent. So during my stay there in United Healthcare, so I was able to study medical coding. Mm-hmm. And when I passed the exam, they transferred me from the provider services. So I work in the provider 
their services there. So uh, my my uh, previous job was to answer phone calls from medical coders and providers from uh, the U.S. providers, U.S. Uh, clinics. Sometimes I, I talked with some uh, call center agent from India as well. Sometimes they handle the, I mean, they're the medical coder itself for those um, hospitals. So they're ask, I mean, they're asking about. Um, what uh, what's the reason of deni- uh, the denial? Why their claim uh, was denied? Why they only got their partial payment for these claims? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I mean, we're like the sponge, okay? We're like the sponge of this medical codes because most of them are mad because uh, they're. I mean, if your claim is denied, it's always like that. Mm-hmm. You will always receive. Not always. Some uh, medical coders are very clear-headed, like um, they will not be fighting you. But again, if it's the fault of our uh, company, of course, it's a very, I mean, uh, I mean, it's our fault. Of course, you have to understand that they will be really mad. So from that time, I passed the exam. <laughs> Do you have a hard time landing your first medical coding position or keep hitting the wall of every position that requires at least three years of hands-on coding experience? If you are credentialed but still have a hard time getting hired, the Renowned Talent one-on-one coaching program is perfect for you. You will work closely with Bertram Lansico on your resume, social media presence, interview training, and access to companies who hire entry-level talent. Bonuses include resume templates, relevant resume keywords, and encoder access. Please visit RenownTalent.com and tell them you heard about this coaching program through the NEC podcast. Again, please visit RenownTalent, R-E-N-O-W-N, Talent.com, and tell them you heard about this coaching program through the NEC podcast. The Haugen Consulting Group offers healthcare consulting, education, and auditing services utilizing a team of industry experts specializing in leadership, project management, and assessments for HIM and patient access. Their auditors and educators are experts in facility and professional fee coding and offer education for ICD-10-CM, PCS, CPT, HIM, patient access, and revenue cycle. The Haugen Consulting Group is thrilled to be a partner with MedicalCodingGeek.com and the Not Also Classified podcast. Go to thehaugengroup.com slash shop and use promo code GEEK15 at checkout to receive a discount on webinars and desk aids. Again, go to thehaugengroup, H-A-U-G-E-N group.com slash shop and use our promo code GEEK, G-E-E-K-1-5 at checkout. There was a time I, I'll just tell you about this sure, one sure, since sure. Uh, yeah, so uh, it was like uh, the, the the claim uh, got denied because of incorrect gender for the code. Mm-hmm. You know, there's ICD code for gender specific, right? Yes, yes. So it's like uh, a code should be coded only for uh, a male, but they coded it for a female. Mm. So it was like a uh, prostate she was issue and a female. Yeah, she was very <laughs> mad and furious about it because. I, I forgot the code back then because uh, that was like uh, five years, four years ago, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. So she was very furious. But again, I remained calm and told her because, again, we have a script. So oh, even uh, non-medical coders will be able to um, to answer those uh, queries because it's already there. Mm-hmm. The medical coders will leave a mark. Medical coders from um, 
from our uh, from the company itself we'll leave uh, we'll leave a uh, small note mm-hmm. uh, telling why the claim was denied so that's a script okay so all you need to do is to read that script and then this uh, if if they still uh, mad about it we will be transferring them to our us counterparts so again sometimes you will uh, i mean uh, you will be hearing some um, callers that they're asking for a us um, us agent so yeah we will be transferring it to our us counterpart yeah. but uh it, they will just tell you the same thing okay so yeah so again it's it's not their fault again uh, they have the right to do that one i understand that one because again even me if i'm uh, calling uh, any co- customer service representatives i usually ask for someone from i mean that i understand i really mm. uh, i mean understand them about that one so from there i, I got transferred to uh, the medical coding department because i uh, already um had my uh, CPCA that time. Okay. So again, from answering the phone calls, it was like 100 callers a day. Mm-hmm. It was wow. very tough because again, uh, if it's just about sales, it's about um, if it's about sales or technical. Uh, no, not technical issue because I also work for technical. Um, uh, being a technical support, it's very hard because you know answering phone calls from denied claims, it's very hard, right? It's more negative than uh, positive. Yeah, so when I transferred, it was like, oh, from evening, because uh, most uh, Filipino call centers, uh, Philippine call centers work in the evening. Mm -hmm. So again, we work in the evening because again, our clocks are reversed, right? In the Philippines versus United States. So, but uh, when I got transferred, my working hours shifted as well. So I work normally like eight to, to five in the morning. And it was like, wow, I I can stay for this one for for a while. Mm-hmm. I really miss this uh, morning thing. So that's because, uh, of course, working in the evening is really hard. I mean, there's a lot of uh, health issue that you will be having. Yeah, I'm not sure how, but again, it takes toll with your life. Yeah, if you're not having enough sleep, unless you're really uh, into it. But again, if you're a morning person, it's going to be really hard. So I transferred to the, I mean, internally to the medical coding department, but. I thought at the beginning it's going to be like my forever job because again, after you finish, uh, I mean my bosses. If you're listening, uh, I mean my previous bosses, I, I did. I mean the, the reason why I'm saying this because um, so I mean I, I can finish. Uh, let's say they require us to finish 100 charts a day. Mm-hmm. I will be finishing those 100 charts within two hours. Yeah. So I'm not saying I'm that uh, I'm that perfect when it comes to uh, abstracting the charts, but I'm very fast. Mm-hmm. So yeah, other people will be doing it for eight hours, but uh, me that time I will just do it for two hours. And most of the day I will just do a cheat chat and also I will do a lot of browsing. So yeah, <laughs> boss, if you're uh, <laughs> hearing this, but you're good, right? Yeah. How was your qual- how was your quality with considering that you said uh, you finished your work in two hours? How was your quality with with those work with the with the work that you performed in two hours? Yeah, I mean uh, because uh, I remember that day. I mean that time uh, they allow uh, like five percent five percent error. Oh, five percent error. So, so like a ninety five percent quality rate. Yeah, but the the, the I mean the the charts back then was uh, super easy. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean uh, it's, what kind of cases made- would you what kind of cases did you get? Uh, mostly, it's different uh, cases from different hospitals. Mm, Sometimes okay. we're just asked to uh, abstract um, 
what they call this medical i mean icd codes mm. from the whole charts making sure that uh the the, the initial coder coded those uh, correctly so usually it's more on on the auditing stuff okay but sometimes we'll be uh we will be transitioned to another department from what do you call this uh, type of coding this it starts with letter h uh hcc risk HCC risk coding, adjustment yeah. Yeah, Medicare ad, Medicare ad, Medicare Advantage. There you go. Yeah, there's uh, there's a time for HEC, but usually uh, the the good thing working in the office setting is if you don't know the chart you're working, you can simply uh, let's say for example, because it's random. Let's say I will click next. We have we use this system. Click mm-hmm. next. Oh, it's like thirty nine pages. What, you know what I will do again, boss? I'm really sorry about this. I will press cancel. And then wait for another person to to get that specific chart. <laughs> right. And then you just I'll continue. Wait. And then I will check my seatmate uh, that time. Oh, she already got the the long chart. Okay, press <laughs> next. And and then I'll be getting the the easier chart. Yeah. I mean, it's it's more about doing your job easier, doing uh, Do- I mean, your job more proficient. There but again, it's again, I mean. I mean, now if I will be the boss of, I mean, I will not be doing that because I I know how. I mean, it's unfair, but it's efficient. Yeah, but what that was the starting day of my uh, medical coding days. I got bored, of course. I mean, I I, just, I I can I can relate to what you just said because, uh, you can do that because you have a lot of volume, a lot of a lot of cases, right? So where I work, there's a lot of cases, so. You know, I, I would get cases where you say 39 pages. I got one that's like 10,000 pages. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like in your situation. I, I, I go, right? And then it pulls it up. And I'm looking at the, the PDF file. And it says the page wow. count, 9,900. I say goodbye. Hit the X and then let's move on to the next one because I'm going to find a smaller one. I could do, you know, 100 pages. Okay, good. 200 pages. All right. 300 pages. Uh, when it gets to 600 pages, then I start to, uh, I, I, you know, should I work it or should I go to the next one? Because regardless, you're going to get cases. Everybody, can, you yeah. know, depending on how much volume you have, you're just going to get them. So the the term that you're talking about is cherry picking. You're cherry picking the ones that you want to work on, that you feel that the most proficient on because it's what's going to happen is that it's going to drive your productivity rate, right? So you yeah. want to have a good productivity rate, good metrics, and of course that will look good on your on your uh, performance that's just working smart right yeah. but again yeah that was before huh? maybe my current boss will hear me <laughs> and uh i don't do those things now i'm i'm proficient and mm-hmm. also yeah you know you know that okay being proficient is sometimes good but sometimes it's not because you're being unfair to your your teammates your colleagues mm-hmm. but you can talk about it uh sometimes with your team yeah, it depends so uh I, and i told myself that i'm like oh I mean, I don't want to jump from jobs to jobs. I mean, because it's not uh, it's not good number one for your CV. Mm-hmm. Because uh, the, the employer might see that, oh, you're like a rabbit that jumps to uh, job uh, per job. It's not good. You mm-hmm. will just leave us in the future. Mm-hmm. So I, I had a company before I applied to wherein they, they told me about that. Oh, you had a lot of companies. I mm-hmm. will not. Hire. Oh, why? Because again, you will just leave us once you get uh, your experience. Mm-hmm. So, so like, like, what okay. what would be a, a question I'm going to ask is what when you say jump from jump from one job to the next, what would be the minimum amount of years that one should stay uh, 
in a job before moving on to the next because because we're we're over here this is this is where it's different right over over mm-hmm. where you are jumping from job to job doesn't seem right and i i actually feel the same way like if you're jumping every mm-hmm. two years it looks weird or even jumping every one year it looks weird because something something doesn't seem right like if i'm auditing your resume i'm like what's what's going on here uh were you mm-hmm. bored i would ask those type of questions why did you leave that's the first thing i would ask but yeah. In the U.S., the culture is if you jump from job to job, it's actually a good thing because you're getting mm-hmm. the experience that you need. Uh, you probably solve the issues like, you know, you're talking about how you're proficient in your job and like you do everything within two, two hours. Maybe they reach that status within a short period of time and they're already bored and then they move on to the next job. They get to the next job. They're bored. They move on to the next job and they're bored. So the question, again, just jumping back to you is what would be the minimum amount of years uh, based upon what you've been experienced with uh, yeah. to stay in one job before you move on to the next. Yeah, sure. Uh, for me, uh, it's like uh, two years. Two years. I guess is okay. enough. Yeah. yeah. They, it's acceptable. Yeah. I, although I, I stayed uh, with uh, United Healthcare for almost three years, mm-hmm. which I think is acceptable. Mm-hmm. So I, I felt like, but, but I stayed with that uh, medical coding department there for, yeah, for, for almost a year only. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I told myself because the story, uh, the reason why I came here to the UAE is this. So, yeah. again, I uh, had my friend, uh, which, uh, I mean, told me about this job in the UAE. It's like an agency. Mm-hmm. So, this agency in the Philippines, what they usually do is it's either they will be pulling out uh, some nurses, mm-hmm. some medical coders, some, some other uh, healthcare uh, professionals. Uh, they will be interviewing them. They will be, uh, uh, what do you call this, doing uh, an interview exam, some sort of that. So, again, I had this agency who hires medical coders in the Philippines to go to Dubai, to go here in the United Arab Emirates. Mm. But I wasn't selected. No. Yeah. So, you know, I, I didn't prepare well enough for that. And I, I got complacent. You know what happened? When You know what happened a night before that? I uh, I I, uh, I drank with my friends. Okay, <laughs> I remembered being drunk that time when I took the exam. Mm. So I was like, because again, for this uh, CPC exam, I will be. Uh, I mean, I will be clear with my score. I got eighty-eight. Mm-hmm. Although I finished the exam around uh, three to four hours. Wow. I'm not posting myself. I'm just telling. Uh, I mean, uh, me as. Uh, I mean, uh, as the truth. Like uh, it's it's uh, I mean I'm that proficient, but again sometimes I I, I do it uh, in not a professional manner. Mm-hmm. Okay, way way back before, because uh, you, if as you grow older, as you grow, uh, I mean uh, as you gain experience, you'll be seeing yourself way way back before. What are your what are the things that you did well? What are the things you didn't do uh, do well? So again, from that you will share it to your students. Well, these are the things I did before. Although most of my students are have, I mean, have more experience than me when it comes to the work. Mm. I mean, uh, I'm. Uh, some people will say that I'm young for this job right now that I'm at. The, the, the I think the point that you're trying to make is um, professional maturity. Like you mature, yeah. you grew up as a professional. Yeah. So believe me, I, when I was like, what, 25, I mean, I had, I had such, I was immature as a, as a 25 year old CDI, as a, as a college graduate, as an HIM director, I felt I was professionally immature, right? I thought that when you say uh, proficient, I said, okay, there, I have to do something really fast 
because if I do it really fast, uh, it's going to impress yeah. some people, right? And that was my main goal. I, I can see the, 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 you know, when you talk about it, I'm like, that's the same thing that I did because I want to impress people. I want to impress them because if I impress them, it's going to, it's going to make me look good and it's going to move me to the movie to the next level. So now that I am like 41 now, I look back and I'm like, why did you do that? You know, take, you know, somebody asked me in another podcast, uh, if, if you had to travel back in time, you know, like Dr. Strange, do the little thing. And then you go through the, you go through the portal and then you see yourself. I would have told myself, take your time, (laughs) take your time, buddy, (laughs) take your time, buddy, because you have all the time in your career to do all of this. If you rush, well, for me, if I rush, I get very stressed, right? So I have to calm down and then take it easy because it's gonna it's gonna happen anyways, regardless. Correct. So again, I was drunk that time when I took that exam. Uh, So in the end, my (laughs) colleague, uh, my colleague was chosen instead of me. Uh It was like I'm waiting for the the message. I I'm waiting for the email of that lady, uh, that HR lady. Uh, Mm -hmm. I was like, uh, uh, she was already given the. Uh, what they call the offer letter she was already uh, I mean given the ticket mm-hmm. wow. on the way here and I was like wow what happened I should have not uh, drank that time so I'm not sure why why I did that but again I really took that uh, one hard that's the one thing I really regret myself because again uh, it was me that time mm. uh, I thought I can do it but because of the stupid thing I did so I hate myself that time. So because I'm, I hate myself being left behind again. Uh, there's, uh, there's something in me that time that, um, oh, why, why her? I mean, I'm, I'm proficient with, uh, with my work. So I decided, okay, this is it. I will throw away what I currently have and try my best. Uh, going there in the United Arab Emirates here in UAE, as uh, I mean, I will be doing walk-in jobs. So mm. as a tourist. Wow. So that's the usual thing. This, um, I mean, if you have the guts to do it, uh, it's 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 doable. If ever that you really want to pursue your your dreams out here without any agency, it's totally doable. Wow. So you did but, this on your own. You decided to to leave the Philippines and just go over to the United Arab Emirates, and then just kind of, hey, will you hire me? Yeah. That type of situation. Yeah. Wow. Sure. Yeah. So uh, again, uh, I, I leave my uh, my job in Optum. Mm-hmm. So again, United Healthcare Optum, they're like partners. Yes. When it comes to their operations, mm-hmm. so I uh, I uh, resigned from my job. Again, um, wow. I resigned. It was like one week mm-hmm. uh, render mm-hmm. because I told this uh, boss. Oh, you didn't give him before, two weeks. You just gave him one week and you're out. One week. I, I really want. I mean, because uh, of the I mean the the feelings I have that uh, that time like oh. I already have the money. Mm-hmm. I already uh, have the money because again, I I, I already prepared myself to go, to come here because I really thought it's going to be me that uh, will be chosen together with that uh, lady that time. But again, I wasn't chosen because I guess I I, I didn't have enough experience or I, I I'm not sure because that late uh, that the HR didn't told me a thing. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's between the experience because that time I, I just uh, had uh, like two years experience. When uh, I mean, my friend had uh, wow. three years. Wow! So it's just the one year or the exam itself. Mm-hmm. So again, since you're taking the exam, yeah, during that state of drunkenness, <laughs> it's like oh, 
you're not like kung fu panda like yeah. uh, I mean the drunken uh, the drunken master. Yeah. So it's not like that. <laughs> so again, I took it really hard. I mm-hmm. went to UAE that time, leaving my job uh, wow. from Optum. And then yeah, that was like four year, four years ago. Really? Uh, I mean, usually I mean yeah. Fast forward, I went here. So you you were by my... your, you were by yourself then, right? Yeah. You had no uh, family. You were just single. Yeah, I'm single that wow. time. So uh, I left my family as well. But they said it's totally fine since uh, you're still young. Mm-hmm. I mean, if ever that uh, you fail or, or you didn't find any, just come back. I mean, I mean, there's uh, still a lot. I mean, that's the good thing when you're starting young. Even mm-hmm. if you fail, there's going to be a high chance that you can just uh, take it over the next year or next next year. It's totally fine. Mm-hmm. It's not uh, still the end of the world. Mm-hmm. So usually people stuck, uh, got stuck. I mean, get stuck here for looking for jobs. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people. Whenever they're looking for jobs here, it's like taking them for like uh, six months to one year of looking for a job. Mm-hmm. Of course, the expenses will pile up. You will yeah. be paying your rent. It's not cheap here. Uh, they was they say that it's cheap here, but it's not. Okay, the gas, yeah, the petrol mm-hmm. is very cheap here. It's of course. Uh, they manufacture. I mean, they 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 have it. Mm-hmm. UAE, uh, I mean, uh, as gas reserves. Uh, by the way, um, after seven days, I uh, stayed here, so I uh, got the job. Wow. So it's really fast. So, so what did you do? What did you take- so to kind of walk me through that process? So I want to I want to get into your mind in a second here. So for for the moment here. So you from Optim, you you said one week I'm out right, and then. When your week was done, you left. You, you, you yeah. didn't immediately. So you just grab your. You like within one week you started to plan, and then go to the UAE, right? Yeah. Did you have a plan? Like, because because it, it it's like something that I, I like. If if it was me, what would I do? You know. So what? So you left your job, one week, went to the UAE. And then what did you do? Did you you went immediately to find a place? Uh, yep. How did you yep. do all of that? Because I know when when because uh, the questions that I always get with people who want to come here in the United States, the things that you have to deal with is the visa, the work visa, um, you know, permits and all of that. And then yeah. when you come here, where do you go? Like, do you have you know friends and family in the UAE? Do you have a network here that you can go to? Do you go to somebody's house and stay there for a little bit till you get your you know your bearings in, and then you find a place, and then you get settled, yeah. and then you find the job? So kind of work me walk me through that process yeah. a little bit. Sure, of course. Uh, I mean, you will be. I mean, I rendered for one week only, but I planned it for like two to three weeks. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, I rendered only for one week, then uh, I went away. So again, I already fixed my ticket. Um, I already fixed my uh, tourist visa. So you will just get a tourist visa. So there's an mm. option here. Most of the Middle Eastern countries accept tourist visa. Mm-hmm. But again, there's a process for that because so usually if you don't have, I mean, if it's not for tourism, uh, that's the reason why you you you. It's that's why it's called tourist visa, right? You mm-hmm. should be a tourist. You should uh, have some money to spend here in mm-hmm. our country. Mm-hmm. So again, that's the that's the, that's that should be the purpose. Okay, usually you should have like an agency or you should have a working visa ready. But again, mm. uh, I took the long route. I took the harder route rather. Um, yeah. But again, luckily, I mean, I, I have uh, 
I mean, it's very easy to find a, uh, a location here or a place, a bed space rather. All you need to do is to post, to go to Facebook and then look for, for a house. Mm. So there's a lot of uh, places here. I mean, for those who listen uh, in the Philippines, yeah, maybe I'll be um, posting a, a vlog about this. Okay. Uh, I mean, yeah, how, to, uh, how to uh, throw away your job <laughs> and go to the to other countries. You should, you should. Yeah, I mean, yes. So again, I got hired from my first job here in a medical facility. and Within seven I'm days? I'm not sure. Yeah, within, uh, I mean, for seven days. And I was like, I really want to look look for more uh, job opportunities. But mm. again, I, I was scared that time because oh, maybe my my expenses will pile up. Yeah, okay? you want to get yourself so settled I, in yeah. with something and you did it within seven days. So good. That was, to me, it's like, that's amazing. You know? Yeah. Like you can imagine with it, if you didn't find a job within seven days, you have a place, you have expenses. They're going to start to pile up. So you need to have some income rolling in and you did that within seven days so there you have it that is part one of my interview with juan sancho you can check out juan on linkedin and of course also check out his youtube channel the medical coding guy medicalcodinggeek.com